Hey guys, welcome back to Cultural Regeneracy, episode 3, just as the Founding Fathers intended. I am one of your hosts, Nash Holly. I'm Liam Gu. And I'm Caleb Carter. And today will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode. We all had a pretty busy week, so we didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was busy for me. I had family in town for Christmas from Georgia, um, and then we were also figuring out the whole dc situation that i mentioned last week mm-hmm. so that was uh, kind of kind of long week but um yeah i think we wanted to touch on this week what's been going on in oregon um so for those of you who are unaware there have been a bunch of people protesting the lockdown in states and in salem oregon specifically um, people went to the capitol building and at this protest um these were a bunch of conservatives, generally speaking, who supported the police. They were people, or the police were throwing tear gas canisters, flashbangs, I believe at one point, this is according to Ford Fisher, um, and arresting people uh, for protesting the lockdowns. Um, so, like, like, what do you all so think about that? So, you said they were protesting the lockdown? Yep. And then these were mostly, like, back-the-blue police yeah. supporters? Yeah, later in the day, actually, this was according, yeah, this was according to Ford Fisher as well. Um, there were a bunch of people who were taking a thin blue line flag, throwing it in the ground, and I believe they set it on fire or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then another group of people drove past a group of police and said, F the blue, or something like that. Um, so, and these were the people that were out there supporting them? Yes. Well, yeah. okay. Well, I guess technically they would be supporting them, but this is from Newsweek. It says, um, as the Statesman Journal reported, President Donald Trump supporters gathered at the state capitol for a mass civil di- civil disobedience rally, mainly protesting COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, during the rally, a few hundred protesters began to march to Mahonia Hall, Governor Kate Brown's uh, official residence. Counter-protests from Antifa also followed. So... Even though they do support police, they were there for a separate separate reason than uh, than police support, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was for yeah, a different reason. Yeah, yeah. So they, they were they weren't there just as a they so weren't doing back to blue pro blue lives matter rally or something gotcha. like that. It was you know we want to protest the lockdowns, um, and uh, I, I, there was actually something I think it was last week as well as I, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but uh, I think a bunch of uh, anti-lockdown protesters stormed the Oregon Capitol and they got arrested, um, which they actually have the right to do. It you can walk into that building, and well, like, you said storm. So does that not necessarily storm is kind of like it's a lot of people going in there, which they have the right to do. But the police called it civil, like called the assembly unlawful for whatever reason. Okay. I don't think they were violent or anything, but okay. Uh, just to to clarify, it says. The Portland Police uh, official Twitter account says a gathering in down. This is January first, the New Year's. Uh, they're calling it riots. A gathering in downtown Portland has devolved into a riot. Participants have thrown multiple fire bombs at officers and launched commercial grade fireworks at the federal courthouse and justice center. Um, so it, I mean, it is definitely looking like people are are guilty of, yeah. of some pretty bad things and. I've not to riot. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't really know like how best to take that because i'm not like i'm having trouble with the oregon police department or the salem police department just because you know they're the ones who are saying 
protest is unlawful. I understand, like, if people are being violent, of course you arrest them. But we also have videos as well from independent journalists who have been, who are actually at that. So, I mean... Independent doing the... What do you mean? They have actual videos on the ground. Videos of what? Of the protests. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have videos of the stuff that's going on. Now, generally speaking, and this is not, this is some, not all, generally speaking, uh, uh, more conservative protesters are more peaceful. But, um, you know, again, there are exceptions to the rule. I would, well, I would say one of those exceptions. I, I, I wouldn't really view the Proud Boys as, as, as a peaceful protesting thing. I mean, clearly here, they're, uh, well, they're on more January 1st, we had, it was primarily a, uh, a uh, conservative uh, protest that, because it was because of about COVID-19 restrictions at first. And then I'm just reading here and, you know, it says from Coin TV. They reported that rioters also smashed windows and set fires in uh, Portland area. Uh, and then we see later on, as the riot continued to devolve, police began you know, using pepper spray and maces against crowd against the crowd, and then uh, also rubber bullets or pepper balls. Yeah, I heard about that. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, that's just kind of wanted to also you have add to, that in but there. like Liam said earlier they had antifa ca- counter protest in the same yeah in the same vein. Too. and true. we've seen i mean there's multiple videos online that you see that once antifa and conservative protesters mm-hmm. uh, and some of the proud boys they get i mean they aren't peaceful towards each other at all so yeah. there could have been something that happened there yeah and the, that could have resulted in the police yeah, coming in like that. Yeah. The general, like, I think one thing to be noted as well, the Proud Boys, I don't necessarily agree with them completely, but they they are not usually instigators of violence. It's usually Antifa and the far left that do that. Um, now, the Proud Boys are guilty of some things as well. There was some protests, I think it was in D.C. It was a while, I think it was like a week or two ago. One of them dragged a woman, like, grabbed her hair, and like pulled her to the ground or something like that, and they started beating her. I was like, that is just too far. That is way like they were running away too. Yeah. But like again, like this is an exception to the rule. Generally speaking, they are responding to violence. You don't like you defend yourself, of course, but you don't take things too far. You, and but you also have to put yourself into that situation too, as a as a police officer or as someone, uh, yeah, some law enforcement because mm-hmm. you know they're in that situation hundreds of people yeah you know you don't know who started that fire yeah, over there sure. so i mean you saw that a lot over the summer with the blm protests and riots mm-hmm. that a lot of seemingly innocent people would get dragged to the ground or handcuffed and taken away to jail mm-hmm. but i mean they really don't know I mean, yeah. they, they can only they can only go off what they see yeah you know? um there was a there was something else as well um I think it was, this was according to The Hill. Apparently, the Proud Boys are planning on, like, for the massive Trump rally that they're having on the 6th when they count the electoral votes in D.C., the Proud Boys are going to dress up like Antifa because they don't want to be uh, targeted by the cops. So, like, they they know that the at least the big metro city police officers are going to be against the Trump supporters. Hmm, that's interesting. Um. What, what, I mean, I guess you could look at it that way, but, I mean, the non-Trump supporters were really the ones that protesting to defund the police, especially in, especially in Portland. They yeah, were the yeah. ones that originally, so why Might would they... Might want to speak into your mic, by the way. Uh, 
I think my mic was a little bit loud. Okay, I'll speak into you a little bit more. But uh, as for the you know, non-Trump supporters that are protesting, I would imagine that the police would uh, would um, be more defensive towards the. I'll, I'll say you know more Biden. If they're not Trump, I'm sure they would be fine with saying that they're Biden supporters. I don't know why they would be so defensive mm-hmm. about Trump supporters if Trump supporters aren't the ones saying defund the police. I do find it interesting though that these people who held the view of back the blue and then as soon because i think it's easy to you know watch this stuff on tv and be like oh support our police officers but as soon as what started happening to them started happening to people on tv they immediately kind of ditched their stance and was like yeah i think i think it's one of those things it's again the some not all approach yeah you know like i local police tend to be a lot better than these metropolitan mm-hmm. massive like city police uh, organizations um well and i'm that's... sure that the portland police okay the portland police uh force has been i mean I've, they've seen more riots in pretty much anywhere they've been the seeing riots for like seven months i think it was only just a couple of days ago well, i know portland there's a, portland is definitely on the map for one of the most kind of uprising regarding uh defund police yeah it was just like recently the mayor called out antifa by name and you know like that it's amazing how they've been letting that go on for several months. But yeah. anyway, you're like, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I honestly completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Just slipped my mind. Um, but yeah, like generally speaking, like in New York, apparently like to give you an example of like what I was saying about Metro police or, you know, big city police. Um, apparently New York, uh, cities, going to allow some law that says maybe if you might be uh like a th- like if you might be exposed to covid not if you were like let's say there's an amazon driver he starts feeling sick turns out he has covid and he dropped off in a, a like a package at your uh house they could come and detain you because you might have covid that's in new york that's in new york city okay i don't mean to cut you off yeah. um but just to clarify, I was doing some research on who the um, the who uh, kind of instigated the the rioting mm-hmm. in Portland, and it says this is from Coin.com again. It says the who, violent Antifa and anarchists. Uh, the mayor said they rampaged through downtown Portland, causing tens of thousands of dollars in damage with spray painting, window breaking, fires, and fireworks. So uh, that was directly from from Wheeler. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I know we were kind of undecided whether it was the you know, Proud Boys or Antifa. So it saying that it was Antifa here. So yeah, back to what you're saying. Um, but yeah, like that's just kind of giving you an idea, like regarding what they're doing in New York City. There's something I heard, like a lot of people, like as we know, like once they started seeing defund the police in the summer with the Black Lives Matter uh, protests and the riots that were going on and everything a lot of police officers quit because they feel they felt like they were you know getting the shaft mm-hmm. and so you know that that makes you think okay well who's really staying it seems like the from what i'm seeing the good cops left because they didn't feel like they had any backing or support and the ones who are like okay well i just want to get paid i don't care what i have to do even if it violates the constitution yeah. are the ones who were you know still in the force at least in these big city areas um so i i feel like like regarding new york's law and dc like i just heard today they don't even allow a dine-in uh, in dc 
in DC. Yeah. Well, I think it's ridiculous in these big cities like DC, New York City. They have out outdoor dining, but they have to be enclosed. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I saw that. It was like in LA. I think. Yeah, and in in LA as well. That they're making their these establishments, these restaurants, seat their customers outside, but they either have to be like under some sort of tent or some shelter. So it's just like they're eating inside, but they're just outside. It, it's it's dumb, but <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. I, I yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense, but it's also the police that are enforcing this are enforcing unconstitutional edict mm-hmm, when like in all actuality. So I think one of the things that I have a problem with, like in regards to this, I, I don't want to say reactionary because I feel like that has a pretty negative connotation, especially in this uh, time. Uh, I feel like a lot of people like when they say oh f the blue or whatever it's like listen you gotta take that you gotta look at it on a less general or less you gotta paint with a less broad brush i guess um you know of course they're good police officers we support those people we don't support oath breakers so i i feel like that's something that needs to be clarified like do you, do you guys have any other thoughts on that subject uh, i don't think so no i don't think so yeah um Oh, yeah, and before we move on from this topic, like, given that we're talking about protests and everything, I feel like it should be noted, um, I am certain, I am actually going to D.C. for the protests um, on January 6th, and hopefully I'll be able to get some footage of everything that's going on. I'm wanting to get a uh, little portable phone charger, so that way I can get some more stuff, but we're going to try and have that upload the same day that I get it on the twitter handle uh see regeneracy um and instagram yeah. coming yeah. soon and instagram's yes. coming soon <laughs> trying to broaden our influence but uh anyway um we'll try to have that uh out and ready if anybody wants to see that um yeah that'll that should be up either january 6th or the 7th depending on when i get back and actually get solid internet yes and any type of social media that is uh, released or created uh we will release through our Twitter account, which is C Regeneracy, that's our Twitter. That is our twi- Twitter handle. So go give us a follow for daily, weekly updates. Yeah, I think. And moving on, I don't think we have anything else to talk about there. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it a good bit last week. We talked about the stimulus package yep. going yes, out, we did. Um, and we kind of there's been some um, breakthroughs. I think Cong- Congress met and then yeah yes congress met on that following monday that we yes. previously, previously discussed and, and then, then the bill went through mm-hmm. but then our senate overturned wait yes, yeah the they rejected it yeah, yeah. yeah. mcconnell halted it so it is i believe now it is being referred to as the cash act um so basically what kay was just talking about was it went through the house um got to the senate and then i believe senator Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell um, blocked an attempt by the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer um, to un... <laughs> Liam, we talked about this. Uh, unanimously yeah. or non-unanimously. Approve a House-passed bill to increase direct payments to the coronavirus relief package to $2,000 from the originally discussed $600. Yeah, um, 
I think Pelosi pulled the same thing as well. She tried to get a unanimous uh, vote, which is actually smart political maneuvering when you think about it. Because then it's like, oh well, we all, like we all want to give people two thousand dollars. You want to give two th- people two thousand dollars only? Let's just have a unanimous vote. And then those who oppose it are like, oh well, it's like you don't want to give people two thousand dollars in this time of crisis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it was painted as. as yeah. You know, oh my gosh, you don't want to give these people this money. I mean, I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but like Pelosi and McConnell's houses were vandalized because they halted the bill. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not well. I'm not surprised because yeah. we remember all of the hate that Donald Trump was getting for. Well, I mean, technically, it kind of well, it stopped the six hundred bill, six hundred dollar bill, and people were mad because it was in re- in reality it was just stalling that bill itself. Mm-hmm. And well, then the two thousand dollar bill kind of got passed through the house and then you know they weren't hating trump as much and especially with uh, sanders support in that and now we see mcconnell and pelosi kind of block that it's funny no one wants to thank trump for increasing it from uh, 600 to 2000 they're just like okay whatever exactly. <laughs> yeah. well that's usually the trend you know i see i've seen many many videos and even articles about how what will have people like kind of trolling biden supporters though mm-hmm. they'll be like yes i'm a biden supporter can i read you some of his policies and see if you agree and then they'll read them off especially like the the platinum plan what is it, like 500 billion for, yeah. for uh, african-american communities yeah. and then they're like yes we love that plan and they're like oh it's actually a trump plan and then they just oh no so yeah. yeah that's definitely been a trend uh and people can't think objectively but yeah that's yeah. a conversation for another day yeah yeah totally um, but yeah, I think, uh, you also mentioned, Nash talked about the people vandalizing Pelosi and McConnell's, uh, homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how to respond to that, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I find it kind of amusing personally. Yeah. I mean, but so Senator McConnell, he blocked it. And I saw a lot of people were just like, oh my gosh, like he didn't want people to get the money. Mm-hmm. But the, his, no one was talking about his reasoning behind blocking the bill. And I have. Yes. Didn't they, did the Democrats inject a bunch of stuff in it? I thought you. So I saw somewhere, I don't have any facts or a source on that, so don't take that um, with, take it with a grain of salt, basically. But I did see somewhere that the Democrats changed, altered the bill a little bit. So whenever they changed it from 600 to 2,000, but that's, yeah, take away the grain of salt. But I have a quote from McConnell saying kind of why mm-hmm. uh, why he halted the bill. He basically said, um, quote, send thousands of dollars to people who don't need the help. Um, he further noted that a family of five where the parents earn $250,000 and have not seen any income loss this past year this past year would receive a $5,000 stimulus check under the cash act. Then he said this, he said was quote, socialism for rich people end quote. So it looks like he halted it because he doesn't want people who don't need it to get the money. Yeah. It's, I, I kind of understand it given the time, given the fact that we're just printing money like at an insane rate. And we're also spending money that we don't have in an economy where we're producing next to nothing. I kind of understand it, but um, yeah, I, I also wonder, okay, well, how many of those people, like, what if that family runs a small business? Maybe they haven't seen any losses yet, but I, I don't know. I just Well, I understand his claims. I do feel like um, 
you know, he's trying to take care of that small percentage that don't need it, but there are still, you know, tons and tons majority. of Americans. Majority. Majority definitely needs it. And, yeah. and this bill has already been delayed so much. And even when they tried to try to originally kind of pass it in December, it was still pretty late because the other one was in either June or July when it passed, the original COVID bill or mm-hmm. the stimulus, stimulus package. And, you know, People have been waiting, you know, people that are unemployed have been waiting for that extra 300 to $500 increase, and, you know, this is just continuing to put it off. So, uh, like I said, people are, even though it kind of makes sense from a McConnell standpoint, people are still going to hate him for doing the same, for looking at it the same way that, that kind of, they think that McConnell is doing it for the same reason that, that Trump did, and, but, but it's not true, you know, um. They don't want McConnell to kind of just keep pushing this bill off. They want their money now. Um, Which I, I, I understand it. I do. Um, but at the same time, I also wonder, okay, well, you know, the government, how much of this, like, if they're just giving you money and they're spending more than they actually need to, how much is that money actually going to be worth as opposed to they actually cut some of that spending? Yeah. Well, also, um, the government has begun sending out uh, this is from uh, Politico. The government has begun sending out the smaller payments to millions of Americans. The $600 payment is going to individuals with incomes up to 75000 Congress approved that payment in late December. So I guess they are kind of stalling for this, this grand $2,000 package. Yeah, so I also, yeah, like we kept talking about, they are starting to send out the $600 um, checks. And if the $2,000 um, bill, the cash that goes through, then the extra, I guess, fourteen hundred would be added later. So, um, but it also turns out. Okay, sorry. Going back to what Liam said, I have two things. Because um, what McConnell was saying about people over who earn more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars and people who don't need this money. I mean, but there's already those um, steps in place. I mean, like Kip said just a second ago, people, individuals who earn more than seventy five thousand dollars a year, less than less than don't get it and then like couples who make collectively like $150,000 a year um, if you make over that you don't get the money or you don't get the full amount mm-hmm. and it's also like the whole dependent independent what you were claimed as yeah. for like college kids um, you know, so there are steps in place for people there are and I, it, the, I feel like the problem with this is sometimes it can be extremely you know, kind of uh, subjective or, or fluid I guess you know somebody that makes you know Say fifty thousand dollars. You know, we have to take into consideration the cost of living in separate. You can't just kind of have a baseline amount of money you make because just using extremities. Yeah. You know, the making seventy five thousand dollars in Charleston, West Virginia, mm-hmm. is much different than making yeah. seventy five thousand in L A. And yeah. I'm just using those examples because they're That's almost true. the you most dramatic. Yeah. You know, so using a baseline cash amount is really difficult to determine. You know, that's a problem. It's just really subjective. I feel like they just need to kind of get a number out and, and just go with it. Anything I, helps at this point. I do think it's also like, given what you just said, though, like how much is two thousand dollars really even going to help somebody in LA as opposed to somebody in Charleston? No, that's also very yeah. true. So I mean, like we talked about this last week, but like the cost of living just in like those cities is insane. Yeah, and even if it is only two thousand dollars, I mean. I think the reason that we should go through with it anyways, even though that 2000 might not seem like a lot, is anything will help people in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, anything's better than nothing, I guess, even if it may not seem like a lot. You know, I don't know. I mean, people shouldn't expect the government to give out, you know, $10,000 or anything. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that 
the $2,000 was the figure that they, I thought it would be much lower. I thought they would stick with the original $600 yeah. um, and then kind of put the rest towards that unemployment, but, yeah. Yeah, it, I, also, I also just saw um, another reason why the Cash Act was halted. Uh, this is from Kiplinger.com. It says Republicans also t suggested that the $464 billion it would take to provide $2,000 checks under the Cash Act could be put to better use. Um, they say um, Senator Thume noted that uh, the cost for the Cash Act, we could do another round of assistance to help small businesses keep their employees on the payroll and still have almost $200 billion left over. He added that the expanded unemployment benefit signed into law last week cost approximately 120 billion for 11 additional weeks so that was the extra $300 on top of their unemployment they are already getting similar to what they did over the summer yeah um so i mean 464 billion for the $2000 checks so it seems like the republican senators think that that money could be used better yeah, I, I, I think I kind of understand that because, you know, if you're actually providing people with an income instead of just, okay, one-time stimulus, that, that makes sense. I can get that. I can understand wanting them to be able to work yeah. for the money instead of only, like, here, here's your check. Yeah. You know? I can understand that. But, yeah, but that's also kind of, it's kind of funny, though, because it's like, okay, well, why not just open up if that's the case? And then nobody, like, everybody works, and they we don't have to worry about stimulus at all. Yeah, just open the economy back up again? Yeah, just Or, I guess, that. more than what it is right now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like... Lift the restrictions. Well, yeah, you can you can do a surgical approach. Like, I, I think a lot of people think, oh, well, open up the economy. That's just going to kill everybody. It's like, you can just, you can warn people with comorbidities or people at risk. And you can still open up, and we yeah. can have a productive economy, but we also like it would also prevent this hyperinflation that we're seeing currently. Um, but we nobody wants to talk about that because if you if you do, you're paying it as like you don't yeah. care about people. Well, people are saying that if we would reopen up everything, um, then uh, every, you know, there'd be so many more people getting COVID and dying. But right now, our well inflation you know we're printing so much money our economy is terrible uh if we were to open up everything then we would see kind of inverse proportion with since we would open up more more things and we would have more mask mandates which i think it would be completely fine uh i've never really understood why people don't want to wear masks it's very clear on how they kind of work well but, the, there's the basis we, we, we could we can we could probably talk about the whole mask thing a whole podcast itself well yeah well i'm just saying that if we were to have everything open back up it wouldn't hurt that yeah. we would that we would improve more mask mandates because i mean i mean okay even if you not even referring to breath i mean what if somebody spits a lot when they talk and just stuff just flying okay. out of their mouth so that, like, that, I, like, I that's funny that the, that you mentioned that there's actually i, I believe it was some mayor in kansas that made a mask mandate saying that was a reason people need to wear masks in like the COVID COVID crisis, and people were furious, and she resigned or something like that. Are you that. serious? I'm not yeah. kidding. Well, and obviously, that's not the main reason you should you should wear it. I mean, now, I, 
but it's just like one of the. It would just kind of add on to everything else. That's that's actually really fun. People got mad over that. Yeah, it was in Kansas, that's and it was like crazy. To I kind I kind of understand it because it's like that's why you're having us wear the mask because there might be somebody that talks a lot. That's your reason instead of oh well, this person might have COVID. I, I kind of get it, but well, I kind of get that, but they're definitely looking at it from oh, this is the only, like it's not. It's just like another example of if people don't think that you know your breath could really. I mean, you especially if you cough or something. I mean. It's just, it's just another reason. I mean, hypothetically, what if somebody does? What if somebody, like, sneezes and they don't catch it in their, in their elbow? I mean, it's just basic things. Um, at yeah. the end of the day, it's not to keep you from getting it. It doesn't really help you that much. But as far as the legitimate masks, uh, the medical masks, I'm not talking about, like, any, like, cloth thing you wear over, it, it does. It does help. It does help keep your breath from going farther away. So. Um. You could talk about it a lot. Yeah, I, think could, there's a lot I, didn't, I didn't realize that that would, uh, yeah. that would have been such a controversial comment. Yeah, well, there's like, we could, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to talk about the economy, and then I saw both of your guys' face. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I think there's a lot of, it's a lot of personal. Uh, <laughs> do we, I, don't, I don't know if we want to okay, talk well, about Okay, well, I'm just saying, we, like, at the end of the day. day yeah, yeah, we, we can do this another podcast, talk yeah, about masks. Well, I'm just saying, listen, at the end of the day, if we were to reopen everything back up, could it hurt? By having more mask mandates inside of buildings. I mean, especially if everybody could already it has masks. Hurt? Like it, it, it. At the end, of, I mean, at least it would be a good compromise for people that don't want to open the economy. Yeah, like I'd be willing to wear the mask if the economy is open back up. Yeah. I mean, I personally wouldn't. Like, I don't really have like a big cons- Like, I don't mind to wear a mask generally yeah. speaking. At the same time, if nobody's going to say anything, I'm not going to wear it because I don't feel like it's effective. It can actually, besides have shown, they can be detrimental yeah, to your yeah, health. Yeah, I agree with you. But. You know, like, I understand what you're getting at. I agree with what you're saying. But for you, at what point would, can we stop wearing the masks? I think that would, something that would be determined, uh, I guess, at a later date. I don't know. I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but it's so hard to tell. And, like, I don't, like, I I hate masks, too. I really do. I I mean, I don't want to wear them, but but I do. But we also have to look at it, you know, this is, we're in a situation where, it's either people are for masks or against them and just to choose to not um, there there would definitely be a lot of protests and riots about people not wearing masks so we if we were to get our way with what really matters and that would be reopening the you know the economy reopening all of these businesses and and getting that cash flow again then i mean personally i would be okay with continuing continuing to wear masks even though i don't really want to i think Mm -hmm. that would be a good compromise to keep these protests down but that's just my perspective. I completely, I do understand mm-hmm. yeah. others as well. I can understand why people don't want to wear it, given the attention it garners and the fact that it's seen as like a polarizing thing if you don't wear one. Mm-hmm. Like that, that shouldn't be the case. But I get wanting to. Well, just people wear almost one. blacklisted for not wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, that's like you, you see people getting shouted and screamed at, like in a mm-hmm. like in a store, just because they're not wearing one. It's like, yeah. okay, you can. Well, also, it's. I, if, if you're not going to be within, you know, you know, six to eight, ten people, like feet of people, like why would you need to wear a mask? That's the thing I don't agree with. Like, if I'm going to, like, let's say I'm going to to shop at let's say Kroger or Walmart, and if I stay, oh, you know, six feet or more away from somebody, why do I need to wear a mask? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Then also, <laughs> like, there's a, there's a point I heard somebody make as well. Um, like you, like why are we allowing these big box stores to be open? Where it's like a COVID super spreader almost because everybody's concentrating is concentrating in one area instead of going to a small business. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you, I mean, I thought it was always 
social distance or yeah social yeah social that's exactly it. and that's how it should be i think i mean if i okay we're we're nashes nash if i cough nothing is going to get to you you're so far away from me yeah and so it should definitely be okay if just either social distancing or a mask that that's fine like but the combination of both if you're in if i'm in walmart and there's nobody within 15 yards of me and i'm not wearing a mask i'm gonna get kicked out Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Well, I never understood because, like, um, whenever I was in school this past semester, uh, I'm in college, and I my couple in-person classes I had, they were all socially distanced, you know, six to seven feet away from each other, but we still had to wear masks the whole time. Right, yeah, that yeah. that is so where, they, that's where the inconsistency, where I completely disagree with. There, I've seen these posts online where it says, if uh, the social distancing works, why the masks? If the masks work, why the lockdowns? If the lockdowns work, why the vaccines? If the vaccine works, why all the rest? It's funny how everybody was expecting everything to begin to go back to normal after the vaccines. Like, Are you kidding me? No, it's not. Well, I never expected that at all. Started. So we'll Guys, see. We'll see in the really next there. Sorry. couple months to see how things go. It's, it's if, the government, depending on who gets into office Ugh. in this month, and then how the Senate I'll, listen, run goes on the sixth. I'm just going to conclude this little portion oh, yeah. of our trail. segment with uh, if, once you give the government power, they don't want to give it back. <laughs> so Liam has a point. Yeah, well, we will come back to this topic because I think it's pretty prominent. Yeah. And we'll yeah, either sure we'll, we'll discuss, either come back yeah. to it in this segment or maybe in the religious segment. We talk about how Christians should submit to authority with the masks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> little rabbit trail there. Hope you guys didn't mind that. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about what's been going on with the election, kind of briefly? Um, um, I, if you want to go for it, yeah, sure. I haven't researched about, all, but are you talking about the, the senators? Yeah, the senators. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. we can talk on that uh, for a few minutes. So uh, now 12 senators are defying Mitch McConnell. Um, so wait, in- real quick, I'm going to give a little bit of background. So yeah, yeah, go Senator ahead. Josh Hawley started... Yeah. This, I also, I said I said Nick Holly last yeah. week because I was just thinking, oh, he has the same last name as Nash. My brain just didn't <laughs> yeah. register it, and I said Nash Holly originally, but yeah, it's Josh Holly. Josh Holly. Yeah. So Josh Holly uh, kind of started this whole thing, and then since he has basically what he said was he was going to object on uh, January sixth mm-hmm. when uh, Senate goes to when the joint session of Congress yes. counts the electoral yeah. Con- votes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and since he has come out with that statement, there's been 11 other senators. Yeah, I don't have the list of senators on me. I know Ted Cruz is Ted one Cruz of them. is one of the most influential ones. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but I thought it was also interesting that list, four of those senators are first time, like newly elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like, that was one of the things. A lot of these new, uh, officials like in congress are actually very pro-trump yeah yeah Yeah. and i think that's because trump was on the ballot like something we saw like in the midterms uh, in 2018 was people didn't vote republican as much because trump wasn't on the ticket yeah but now that he was they yeah gop swept they they've made a big comeback but um yeah i so a lot of these new newer congressmen and senators are pro-trump Mm-hmm. So what's no. their so what's their goal? What, what are they trying to do? So essentially, they're trying to argue that the election results are not valid. Um, Only in the in the swing states. In the swing states. Yeah, and one of the reasons that they could actually do this, and they hope Trump could win, is because, as we mentioned, the fir- I think it was in the first episode or the second, 
we mentioned the GOP sent dueling electors in seven states. Um, so Mike Pence, if the objectors actually win, they could count the uh, state legislature's appointed electors, which, uh, according to the Constitution, the legislatures have the sole power to appoint uh, electors. So that could actually, th- theoretically, that would work. Because all the Democratic electors were approved by the governors of the states, not the legislatures. Yeah. Um, it, it has been great to see. Um, I know this time last week there was not much uh, like hype around this, this sudden comeback from, from Trump. But this week everything feels, com- at least to me, everything feels completely different. And there's, I feel like there's a lot more hope for, for Trump. I don't personally feel like that. I do think it's interesting, though. I think the legislature decertified the election result in Georgia. Um, oh, really? I think I think that was I think that was actually earlier before the second episode that we recorded. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they decertified. So I think that's interesting. They were hoping other states. I think they were hoping other states would fall. Of course, they're not. But you know, I think the main reason is because governors haven't convened special sessions of the you know legislature but i think trump could win i don't see it happening though because i don't think these the establishment doesn't like trump i think a lot of republicans recognize this is trump's party now uh so it's trump or nothing but there are a bunch like you have lisa murkowski mitch mcconnell people who are establishment who don't like trump who are just wanting things to go back to normal quote unquote um so i don't think trump's gonna get support from them yeah but, uh, yeah. Um, there was something else. Uh, yeah, Mike Pence also, we just talked about the list of 12, the 12 GOP. Well, we didn't list them off. The 12 GOP senators have been backed by Mike Pence uh, in their objection. Um, he says he's going to back the objectors uh, when they count the votes. Um, and I think Ted Cruz also re- uh, requested an audit a 10-day audit of the election results. Um, I think people are, like, what Ted Cruz is proposing, people are seeing as a double-edged sword. I'm not sure if they consider him as, like, uh, Ted Cruz. He's Yeah, he was requesting a 10-day audit um, to figure out, like, like to see if there's, like, voter fraud or impropriety or whatever. And people are seeing that as a double-edged sword because they see it as the establishment will just say, okay, we're giving you an audit to appease you, when in reality, the other side will just buy time to where the 10-day audit is up. It's like, oh, well, we did it, and nothing's changed. Joe Biden's president. I think that's something I, That's something I've heard from people that are arguing that because, you know, they're, they're concerned that, uh, you know, it won't actually do anything. It's just something to kind of throw some red meat to people supporting trump um like what, what do you guys think about that i mean i can i can see them doing that what you're talking about like also seeing them being like you know we've been dealing with this for two months now kind of yeah. you know it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen now how mm-hmm. we want it to happen yeah so i can also see them just kind of blocking it out and not letting it happen and being kind of disregarding the mm-hmm. 70 million people that think that the election wasn't wasn't legitimate wasn't legitimate yeah yeah so, i mean it is washington they, they do that anyway yeah <laughs> um was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about anything you want to touch on caleb i don't think so no yeah not really just 
next week, whenever we get together to talk, we will have plenty to talk about. Oh, yeah, there's going to be... I mean, we'll have the, the, the Cash Act, the Georgia Senate uh, race is... Lily, Lily will be back from DC. Yep. Nice, we, yeah, we could have uh, answer on the uh, the Congress contest that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Maybe Trump will file the Insurrection Act. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, so. But yeah, and like I was saying earlier, uh, hopefully we will have footage of the protests and maybe a couple like. Uh, asking protesters like what they think of what's going on uh hopefully we'll have that up on see regeneracy on our twitter handle um yeah and our instagram coming (laughs) soon uh hopefully we'll have that up there the same day uh given that there could be i doubt 10 million people there but if there are 10 million people internet's going to be Liam, who said 10 million people were going to be there? I'm not going to express my opinion on that. <laughs> oh I'd like gosh. for there to be 10 million people there. I could say that. <laughs> Source, trust me. That, that was uh, Alex Jones that said that. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I know I know Alex Jones was calling for that. I know it's supposed to be massive. I just don't know yeah. who, who else is supposed to be there. Um, but yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully have that for you all. And uh, next week we'll be able, we'll have a little more red meat. Calling yeah. fifty thousand, most fifty thousand, <laughs> fifty thousand. No, no, yeah. No, no. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Cultural Regeneracy, episode three. Just as the founding fathers intended. Be sure to tune in next week. Where we will have lots of news. Yes. We will. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. All right. See ya. <laughs>